Welcome to a bonus video, audio, whatever you want to call it, a bonus thing. That's what we're going to call it, a bonus thing. Officially, a capes and tights bonus thing. With the one and only, the great, the talented, Kevin Eastman, co-creator of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. He joined us for a quick conversation about The Last Ronin, as well as The Last Ronin, The Lost Years, and more. So check out this quick conversation with Kevin Eastman, co-creator of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and make sure you follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, as well as visit capesandtights.com for a bunch more stuff. And like, rate, review, subscribe, do all that stuff, five stars on Apple and Spotify for the Capes and Tights podcast. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this quick conversation with Kevin Eastman, co-creator of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Turtle Power. How are you? Nice to be here. Thank you for having us uh, and talking with us uh, here at Capes and Tights Podcast. Let's just jump right in then. Um, hello from Maine and congrats, I guess, on being a New York Times bestselling writer, right? I mean, with with the uh, last <laughs> runner making the list, right? Um, yeah, I get, I get that as a tattoo now. Or no, I don't. It's a, it, was, it was quite a surprise. It was it was pretty fascinating. There was a whole village of us that helped put the issue together, so... That, it was, yeah, it was just, it's kind of funny. I'm always like, oh, do you do you say that? Do you now say that you're a New York Times bestselling author? <laughs> I guess, you know, right? If you're not going to write that that long-term novel, you might as well just take this and get it with the, when you can. <laughs> yeah, so I get a seat next to Stephen King at Denny's or something. Yeah, but, exactly. Uh, <laughs> um, with the Turtles being almost 40 years old, did you ever imagine that you'd still be writing <laughs> the Turtles story right now? Oh my goodness, no. I mean, I, I you know, I, I really think that's, you know, something I get to pinch myself on regularly when I get up and I, I mean, I was drawing before jumping on the phone with you and I'll go back to drawing, you know, turtle stuff after, but it's, um, you know, when Peter and I put out that first issue, um, you know, it was a beginning, middle and end story because we never thought there'd be a second issue. And then, you know, suddenly we're looking at, uh, 2024 <laughs> it's been, you know, 40 years and holy, you know, crikey, it's, uh, <laughs> it's quite a gift. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's, and I really, um, couldn't have been it. Couldn't have done it. Wouldn't be here without the fans that have made it possible all these years. Because it's 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 uh, they've given me the greatest job ever. So I, I hope I continue to keep earning it. <laughs> exactly. And, and you you mentioned obviously as you mentioned forty years ago or almost forty years ago. Uh, you know, being from New England, we're uh, you know located in Bangor, Maine. So we're over here in Maine. So a lot of times we like to focus on Maine things. And you get mm -hmm. to work on this project, The Last Ronin, with Maine's own Ben Bishop. How has it been like cultivating and, and getting him going on the turtles? <laughs> yeah. Well, Anna Kendrick wasn't available. I issued for me. You know what? That was, it was a, it's funny because it really was a, a wonderful series of, um, I guess I call them happy accidents that brought us together. I was, I was aware of Ben's work. Um, he had sent a, a, um, a copy of his, uh, um, the Kickstarter book, the aggregate to do a, to, for me to do a quote on. And David, uh, I mean, uh, Tom Wallace and I had been putting together the story that would become The Last Ronin, and we were looking for the right artist to be part of it um, And uh, for this flashback sequences. Uh, and so we had the Escorza brothers, which we wanted to work with mm -hmm. uh, to do the, kind of the main here and now body of The Last Ronin. But for the flashbacks, I just really loved um, Ben's um, uh, very unique style. It would separate from the brothers. Um, you know, we'd already worked with them on a you know another creator on series that we're doing with him called uh, uh, drawing blood 
And so, uh, yeah, he was just a natural fit and, uh, and perfect for that. And it was, it just made it work because originally he wasn't part of it. And then, you know, through a series of happy accidents, he became uh, part of it and an important part of it. And, you know, I teased him because I said, dude, you know, you really got some of the most killer scenes um, in this series that you basically, you know, Tom and I carefully crafted how to dispose of each of our sons, our turtles, and Ben got to draw them. Uh, so it was it was great. And he's, he's incredibly gifted, and uh, I'm really proud to be working with him. I mean, he's he's basically taking the credit of killing the turtles off, so it's it's fine on that, too. Well, you know, it's it's funny because I always say that, and I tease him because, you know, I get to say, well, Mr. Big Pants, Ben Bishop, um, but it's, um, I always tease him, I say, well, you know, you can take all the credit you want, but uh, Tom and I wrote the story and I did the layouts and I said, draw this and you drew it. And so, yeah, you can say you killed them, but, you know, there is no I in team and I make sure that I, I point that out that it's, uh, it really was an incredible, um, incredibly gifted crew of people besides Tom Waltz, who had written 100 issues of the Turtles, and, and we had such a great creative bond together, um, building off a story that Pete and I wrote in 1987 to the Escorza brothers, who were these identical twins that draw exactly alike to Ben's part. And then this incredible colorist, uh, Luis Antonio Delgado, yeah. who colored and brought the whole thing together, it really was a dream team of, uh, of, of people that um, uh, I, I'm going to take all the credit for. So. And, and that's funny. You mentioned all those team, those team members that made up the loss of uh, the loss, uh, last Ronin's yep. first five issues. Uh, mm -hmm. What was been different working on these stories based on the ones that you told last? I know the last one was like 30 years of cultivating that story, yep. but this is more something building on that. Well, with the uh, um, with the last one in the Lost Years series that we're doing now, one of the cool parts is Tom and I were building out what we call the the Ronin verse because um, we were working off a incredibly strong uh, twenty page outline that Pete and I wrote in nineteen eighty seven, and so when we're building out the Ronin verse and and cobbling together the pieces that we we wanted in the story, there was lots of pieces that we we set aside that didn't fit that we said, man, it'd be great to go back again and visit that place or that place or um, uh, there and and tell more about it, but it, you know, we really didn't know how it would be received or would get that chance. And so when, um, uh, uh, you know, it, it did as well as it did, and they, it was suggested we look at doing a second series, uh, Last Ronin 2, but let's do something interim. And one of the favorite moments was um, that Tom and I had was uh, when Michelangelo goes to Japan in issue four, finds out what happened to uh, Splinter and Donatello there, and then he becomes this 16 year journey of um, what happens to him there before it leads him back to page one of issue one of the first last Ronin. And so that was a great opportunity to really show um, how this character transitioned from what everybody knows as Michelangelo, kind of the fun loving, mm -hmm. you know, lay more laid back turtle into this, you know, ruthless, uh, um, you know, killer that has to take, you know, finally, you know, end the, 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 this honor and this, um, this redemption for his family. So, um, it was great. And so what we also built into that was at the end of issue five, you saw the four new turtles. And so lost years is broken into, um, two parts, kind of like a, you know, it's a prequel as well as a sequel. Um, so that we have each issue taking place three years apart. Um, and we show what's happening, since last Ronin ended and as well as um every three years as well as showing what happened leading up to last Ronin every three years apart as Michelangelo's journey takes us back to square one so it was it was fun so that'll lead us straight into um last Ronin two which we're we're, we're gonna have the original um 
the original A team back together, which is the Scorza brothers and Ben Bishop and, and Tom and I. So it's uh, but this was a great this is really a great and really fun and exciting uh, story to put some of those pieces together because there's some there's some pretty neat stuff in there. And, and so like you mentioned the four new turtles. I'm guessing we are going to see a lot more of them in this current series. But is this going to also project into other things that are going to go on in the future with these four new turtles? We will see. You know, it was it was one of those. Um, they will be the the main focus of Last One and Two. Um, by the time you get to issue five of uh, Last One in the Lost Years, issue five, like I said, it takes place um, three years apart. So they're 15 years old at the end of issue five, which leads, you know, what you're going to see at the end of issue five leads directly into um, Last One and Two, which features, you know, um, Casey Marie as their sensei uh, in April as the grandmother and, uh, you know, her playing that key role and then four new turtles that uh, Tom and I created for um for the series for uh, with Nickelodeon's blessing but we we came up with the concept named him and um and Ben Bishop even got to do some design work on him so uh um you know it was great to uh, to have that that part of the team together too that's awesome and just lastly what led to the different size of the book so I know like being in the LCSs and seeing people like wow is this going to be that different size of Lost Ronin uh, last run is this going to be the different and it ends up being a normal comic book size do you what went into that decision it was it was just a um because we wanted to keep the last ronin series because there'll be okay. you know um uh last run two which would be similar to um my request when i pitched the last ronin to nickelodeon as i said i wanted to do them very much like the original mirage studios issues the earliest issues that peter and i did were oversized mm -hmm. um the the first issue was 40 pages and most of the stories were uh roughly you know 30 37 to 40 pages long and so i wanted an oversized i wanted a longer story so 200 page stories spread between five oversized books um and uh they agreed and 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 so it worked perfectly for that format so with last run in lost years we wanted to do it comic size but when you get to last run in two we'll go back to that original yeah. form uh, format which is It'll be five issues, forty pages each, and uh, and um, and so two hundred pages of the um, of that deluxe format. So keep it unique, special for that. Exactly, and it's, it's awesome. You guys have been doing a great job, and obviously uh, you haven't slowed down even a slightest bit in this turtle stuff. So uh, keep it up, keep the good work up, and keep giving Ben a hard time because he deserves it. So uh, <laughs> well, you know, yeah, I know. I say, hey, he's going to be a dad. Yes. Any day. Yeah, Any day now. Well, I wanted to text him and I'm like, I'm not going to bother him right now. I'll leave him alone. <laughs> oh, but he loves to be bothered. No, uh, no, we're very proud of Ben and, uh, you know, very proud to, you know, I still have a lot of family in Maine and it's, yeah. give me, give me half an excuse to go back to Maine and I love it. Um, uh, getting back there. It's home turf. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I just like, I like it a little less in the winter. Um, but, uh, <laughs> it's very cold uh, out right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's cold out, but, uh, but so anyway, but it's, yeah, it's great. Really, really, uh, proud of my, um, uh, my uh being a, an official maniac yeah. and uh, so look forward to seeing you all live and in person back in the great state of maine soon at some point yes i, I looking forward so thank you so much for taking time out of your day to chat with us a little bit uh keep up the great work like i said and uh you know you know turtles forever so thank, <laughs> thank you. you so much pleasure talking to you all right cheers